guys welcome back welcome back welcome back to the monica matthew show life love and liberty as you know i am uh touring across the nation right now dealing with uh ministering actually to grassroots people all over the country i'm answering your pleas uh for me to come and visit and to inspire and encourage and bring hope and hugs and kisses and all that good stuff as well as some really cool technology that i am in the midst of launching and for the most part, I have not uh, paid an enormous amount of attention to my own county. And I'll tell you why. I live in Fulton County, Georgia, which, as most of you know, has been ground zero for every form of election fraud, no demand kind. And this is nothing new. This, is, this did not begin with the election of 2020. This is a culture of theft, bribery, extortion, you name it, uh, blackmail, uh, murder, I mean, you name it, and it just runs rampant. It is thuggery at its finest here in Fulton County. That is not uh, a racial disparaging comment. It is It is what it is. It is, it is election thuggery. It is governmental political thuggery. And so for years, people have scoffed and mocked and made fun of and said, well, you know, that's just Fulton County. Um, and the Democrats have run roughshod over Fulton County for a number of years. This is nothing new as well. But they have attempted to, every year they'll try to convince you, or every election of a GOP official, they will attempt to uh, convince us that this time it's going to be different. We're going to expand the party. We're going to uh, grow the Republican Party. We're going to take Fulton County back. And uh, when you know it, here we are again. Our convention is coming up this Saturday. I have not been plugged in. I'll be really honest with you, not to be hypocritical, but because I'm so disappointed in, in the shenanigans that I've seen go on, not only in the state, but my own county, it is disheartening. It is gut-wrenching. I'm not going to lie. Any of you following me, you know, I know you feel the same way because we talk about it a lot. There is a woman who is running for the Fulton County GOP chair. Her name is Susan Payne Opersuth. Some of you have no idea who I'm referring to, and others of you are very excited about Susan's candidacy, about her campaign. Um, she's been lied on. She has been mocked. She has been discounted, which is always an advantage, by the way. Uh, the more discounted you are to your enemy, the better advantage you have. I was just introduced to Susan recently, and I wanted to bring her on today to talk about some of the shenanigans that are going on in Fulton County that whether you live in Georgia or not... The reason I mentioned my tour is because I am conversing with you all over the country trying to overturn the establishment GOP in your respective counties, and these are the exact same shenanigans that are occurring across the country. Tennessee is ground zero for this mess, too. So congratulations to Forsyth County, Georgia, who just completely cleaned house last weekend at their convention. And the grassroots rose to the occasion, and they are off and running in Forsyth County. And God willing, we're going to see the same thing happen here in Fulton County. Susan, welcome to my show. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. 
Yeah. So tell us a little bit, just a little bit briefly about you. How long have you been in Fulton? Why are you running for Fulton County chair? Well, I um, actually, it occurred after the, after the election and um, I realized we're no longer a constitutional republic and we've lost our freedom to speech. I, I frankly got frightened for myself, for my future and for uh, younger generations. So I had previously been very active politically, um, maybe about 20 years ago at the city, state, and national level, but I like just brought me into the business world. But it was the election that uh, really opened my eyes, and there was just this relentless feeling that I needed to do something and take the combination of my decades of experience in the nonprofit and the business world and put it into action into the party, because I was very, very disappointed. And frankly, people from within the party came to me and asked me if I would consider running for chairman of Fulton County. It's not something I um, had any plans for, really. But after much thought and consideration and knowing that these veteran political activists were all bought in and and ready to help me make a change, I I decided to plunge in. It's been quite an interesting journey. (laughs) Oh, I have no doubt. I I have no doubt. I have no doubt. And for people to come to you, you know, I've had the same thing happen to me in the past where people just saw where there was a need to be filled. And, and honestly, if we're, if we're going to have an honest conversation, I do have to give the grassroots people their props and some establishment individual GOPers, the Republic, actual Republicans who see where the party is stagnant and they've been tired of that for a number of years. And so they see people who are on fire for change, who are business minded, who are liberty minded and centric and who are articulate, who can represent the party well, invite everyone in who holds the same ideology that we do. And something that you say on your website is that we have a really hard time as Republicans as adhering to our mission statement. So our party messaging is, is one thing, but adherence is another thing. What do you mean by that? Well, I, um, as a business person, the first, and I've also, I've had my own businesses and developed strategic plans, and um, I've also done it for other people and how to grow their organizations or businesses. And the first thing we always do is um, either establish our core principles, the vision and mission for the establishment, or and or then align all our activities to that with strategic planning that aligns to all that. So when I went in just the first um, few weeks or so to take a look at the, the party, what I could get off the website and just learn a little bit about it, I noticed that the core principles are strong and they're what we believe in, you know, to follow our constitution and enforce our laws. And um, our vision is to be the party, the trusted party. Well, I think we have a little bit of a, a misalignment with that. But I just saw the, the basis good, but the implementation bad. And there's absolutely no strategic plan within this county of any sort, no strategic organized plan at all, whether it was to align with the core principles and the vision and mission, or even if it was not aligned. But a constant message I got from the people I spoke with is our party is in turmoil, it's in conflict, and our message is in conflict. So the first thing I said was, well, of course it is. If you have any business or organization that is not aligned with their core principles and that you're, you're going to find conflict. And that's what we have. I mean, that's what I've found. Right. Okay. So what would you have done differently this election 
with this election, uh, especially representing Fulton County. I, th- I think there's a lot of um, disappointment amongst those in Fulton County, and, and I know so because I believe you, uh, we were talking before coming on the air, and someone else sent me the stat, too, that we've got a lot of new delegates this year. We've got about 40% of the delegation is new this year, which which in and of itself should be inspiring to people that, hey, people are, especially Trump supporters, yes, even here in Fulton County, you have a lot of Trump support, which is probably why I would imagine a specific attorney sent out a letter to the Fulton County delegation en masse to say that, that he is supporting your opponent, Trey Kelly, who has been in this position for six years. And most people, if they're being intellectually and politically honest, know that we have not seen growth in this party of Fulton County in six years. And a lot of money has been just kind of stashed away and stored away. Uh, people are kind of miserly whenever it comes to supporting the uh, Republican candidates in Fulton County. I know that firsthand. So I'm calling that out myself. And people are tired of it, Susan. People are like, hey, we got cheated out of this election. What was it that you saw going down in Fulton County as as an avid Trump supporter yourself, an actual Trump supporter, not one by proxy of an attorney who kind of represented the president in his efforts here in the state of Georgia? Let's be honest. Love you, Ray. But really, um, what did you see happening here in the state of Georgia that you would have done differently in Fulton County specifically if you were the GOP chair? Okay. Um, well, specifically, I would have had, as with any large effort, I always, once again, go right back to the strategic plan. It's not a, you know, seat of your pants type, type thing. So I would have developed a specific strategic plan to reelect President Trump. And the foremost thing I would have done was engaged our, um, delegation, which is something that, to my astonishment, has not ever been done in, in my opponent's six years. Um, we have a, a large delegation of individuals that by and large are very motivated to help our cause. They're just not utilized. So I would have taken our delegation of house chairs, house and precinct chairs and made an actual strategic plan on how I could use them for voter outreach, mm-hmm. door knocking campaigns, call banks, signage, you know, task force, fundraisers, and to probably your astonishment and everyone else's, uh, this was not done. So I would challenge the attorney that uh, sent out what I would consider a disingenuous uh, um, email today. I would challenge him. He spoke spoke directly to the post-election efforts of um, my opponent. Mm -hmm. I am curious to know if I can, um, if I can therefore assume that the attorney was supportive of my opponent's pre-election efforts for President Trump, of which I would say, in my contention, they were dismal. And so the reason that you would even be speaking about post-election activities is because for the dismal effort of the pre-election activities of my opponent. I mean, these things were simply not done. We didn't have fundraisers. We didn't have signage task force. We didn't have the door knocking, the call banks. And it's, it's really quite unbelievable. Now, that's not to say they didn't exist at all, but they were not at the direction of leadership. Right. They were, um, they were actually from the once again dedicated volunteers that go and organize their own districts. Like we have house chairs that go out 
and work on their own from frustration and lack of leadership if they're passionate. They go out and do it on their own. So it's um, they're just not utilized. As a businesswoman, it'd be like me going and looking at my 50 employees and they're all sitting around doing nothing and there's no organized effort. I, right. I would suspect that I wouldn't have my business for very long. Correct. Or certainly not those employees. <laughs> so, right. But, right. but like you said, it would be successful. It, correct. But like you said, we do have hard workers who are ready to be Absolutely. deployed. And we just have a leadership that, quite honestly, we all know. We say it and it's become kind of this jokey mantra, but now it's actually cost us our country. And it's the good old boy network. And we are ground zero for that, whether it's good old boys or good old women. It doesn't matter. It is a, it is a stagnant, stale, old, crusty, pearl clutching. It is dead on arrival. And I'm going to tell you, Susan, going around the country, patriots are fed up. Like they are done with this way exactly. of doing Exactly. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's why I'm here. I'm one of those. I'm just sick of it. And uh, it's the patriots that right now, they're the ones that came in and the droves of like 40% or something. They're upset. They're mad. And they're mad about the pre-election efforts that were not done by our county that put us in a position to have post-election um, activities, which, again, right. I would challenge both the attorney and my opponent to say that what has occurred primarily in Fulton County as post-election activities to support President Trump have been generated by the grassroots pressure. I mean, those are the people that are driving the agenda post-election. People like strong patriots like Sally Grubbs, who's from Cal- Cobb County that's mm-hmm. going to Senate hearings and pressuring them about the ballots and all the things and illegal activities. It, it wasn't coming from the GOP. That's right. No, it was not. I know that firsthand for sure. And, and I know Sally's running for Cobb uh, GOP chair as well. And so, you know, c- uh, good luck to her. Um, and, and just met with her actually last week and, and was uh, very impressed with her passion for, for the country, for not only the, for our president, but for the country and for the GOP in, in our efforts to, you know, clean it up and clean it out. I mean, we have our own state to state, county to county swamps that we're contending with. And on that note, I want to, I want to pivot and talk because this is where this applies to you, America. These are the shenanigans happening in Tennessee, Missouri, Idaho, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin. It's everywhere because I talk to you guys on a weekly basis. So I know it's happening. And I want to talk about what's happening right here. So we have some shenanigans happening here in Fulton County where they're trying to change the rules last minute, which is what they just tried to do in Forsyth County. And they're utilizing, I keep telling people to become familiar with your bylaws, to become familiar, hire a parliamentarian, whatever you have to do, become very familiar with Robert's Rules of Order, because this is where it all goes down. Right now, you guys, we're not fighting the Democrats. I need you to understand that we are fighting within exactly. this party. Amen. Yep. And I know you see it firsthand, Susan, being on the front lines of this. Yep. So I cannot stress that enough. Forget about the Democrats right now. We are contending with our own swamp. So tell us about, I was kind of surprised about how they changed the um, hours that you can actually sign in on Saturday for the convention of Fulton County trying to shove six to 700 registrants through the doors in an hour. And hear this, folks, at 9 a.m., those doors lock. If you're not in that room, you are not participating, which is what they're hoping for. So what the heck is going on? What do people need to know? Well, I think first to address the specifics, I am not aware of a time change. I have heard that. Okay. Um, 
I really have been more out there trying to talk to people, and I've got my team that are working with the logistics and that sort of thing. But um, that would not surprise yeah, me at surprise all, quite us, frankly. Right. And sad, and sadly or not, but sadly enough, but the, the kind of things we're dealing with as stonewalling and um, the way to kind of manipulate things their way. For instance, the mass precinct meeting that took place on March the twentieth. They, they don't do things like, they're not transparent at all. So we, we receive no handouts of any kind, for instance, on how to run as an officer mm-hmm. or what the rules, you know, who was even on the rules committee, right. who's even on the nominating committee, um, how to run for, for candidates, how to run for officers, rules, Robert's Rules of Order. They run the convention by the Robert's Rules of Order, but it was only my team coming up and bringing to the delegation's attention that especially particularly the new delegates more specifically, that the meeting would be run in such a fashion right. and they needed to get a cheat sheet or something or be aware. That was not coming from the, from the establishment initially. Since this time it has, since I brought it up. But there's a lot of stonewalling and ways of holding on to information. So, That's right. for instance, I couldn't talk about rules or nominating because I couldn't find out who they were until the last few days. Our convention is on Saturday. Wow. Unbelievable. Well, not only that, but you've got, uh, from what I've been told, you have your new de- your new delegates were left out of an email loop that was that was pretty uh, important. Important again, information information is power because knowledge is power, and so the bookkeepers, exactly. the knowledge keepers, the information keepers do not want to give up their throne, and this is what you're contending with, America. In every state level, the, in county level, this is what's happening. It is an overthrow of epic proportion, and you have to stay on it. So, yeah, I was very disappointed to hear that, you know, that, they, that people are apparently now there's some, now we're apparently going back to 2019 rules, right? I mean, crazy. Chairman of the Rules Committee is going back to 2019. Who does that? And making it impossible to do a secret ballot, okay? And what did I tell you? I told you, and I'll say it again because people need to hear this. I've got skin in the game. Susan, you have skin in the game. Other people have skin in the game. And here's the deal. If you, and I'm going to say this, and it's going to offend some people, and I don't really care because I've given up a lot to be out here on the front lines of this, and I'm going to continue to do so because we are being overtaken by a communist regime, period. It's already happened. We are in the right. So we are in the reconstruction phase of this country. Forget about trying to ensure we don't implode in 2022. Too late, America. It's already happened. Surprise. The joke's on us. So here's where we are. If you are too afraid and too chicken shit to raise your hand at your county convention and you would rather have a secret ballot because you're afraid that Trey Kelly and or in your respective counties around the country, that you're too afraid that the establishment's going to see you and you're going to have repercussions, you deserve to live under a communist regime. And I have no mercy for that whatsoever because people like Susan and many others have been out here risking life, limb, uh, reputation, money, uh, you know, business opportunities, you name it, families, you know, safety. Hello. You, you name it. We have put it out there on the line. So I can't stress that enough. If, if that's what's going to happen and that's how it's going to go down, you all raise your little hands and you show up in that room. If you love President Trump that much, you show up in that room and you raise your hand for him and you raise your hand for people like Susan who are willing to put it out on the line. Amen. 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 I appreciate it. You're welcome. So I had to have you on because I, you know, I got kind of the, 
the the Reader's Digest version. But listen, you, Susan, <laughs> are not alone. You are represented across this nation with people who saw what happened and said, no more. I'm done. We're not doing this as business as usual anymore. I am a businesswoman. I am a business leader. I love my country. I can do this. I don't even necessarily want to do this, but I feel called to do this, and I'm going to sacrifice and do it. And that's what you've done. And so it bothers me to see people manipulate the system because that's what they always do. They manipulate the system to keep people like you and others out who really want to see the country change. So tell people where they can go uh, to find out more about you. Susan for Fulton. Dot com. Okay, Susan. F O R. Okay, Susan Four. F O R. Fulton. Got it. All right, Susan Payne. Oprah Sooth. I said it right. Yay. Wow. <laughs> thank you. For- mouthful. Thank you. <laughs> You're I welcome. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, you're welcome, oh. ma'am. And thank you for your sacrifice and for, you know, hanging in there tough. And you know what? You go in there and just kick ass on Saturday because and you just remember America <laughs> needs you. So don't back down. Well, United, United we stand. Amen. Thank you, Susan. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good Have day. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye now. Okay, so that's what's up. That's the deal. That's what's going on in your respective states. That's why I had her come on. I'm not just Georgia-centric. This is what's happening all across the country. You wouldn't even believe what's going down in Tennessee. I mean, it is. It's, so we're not fighting the Democrats right now. I cannot stress that enough to you guys. We're not. We are in fighting. And some of you don't like it because well, we don't want the Democrats to know. Well, guess what? Surprise. They know that our family is as dysfunctional and crazy as theirs. We're just dumb enough not to want to own it because we think we're so pious and we don't want people to think that we're divided. Well, we are divided and we've already fallen. So there. Pick your butts up. And here's the thing. I'm going to say it again. So I was told, here's the deal. Have y'all ever considered this? I was told that they're going to change the time on those doors opening, right? And and that, and so the establishment believes that you 40 percenters that are new to the game, you dum-dums, and I'm going to tell you that's how they see you, especially if you're grassroots. Y'all got to know that. Let that light a fire under your grassroots butt. They don't like you. They have no respect for you whatsoever. They hate grassroots unless they absolutely have to call upon you. And you grassroots leader leaders know I'm telling the truth right now. I'm speaking the absolute gospel. You know it. And anyone establishment knows I'm speaking the gospel too. Literally political snobs. They hate sign waivers until they actually have to use you. They hate grassroots ideas unless they have to use you because they're too good to be activists. I'm just telling you how it is. And their little power fiefdoms and their little, you know, their little, their little uh, enclaves of, of power and the popular kids and the front row livers. And, you know, we, what, what is it? We, we live in that, living life in the front row. You know, if I see one more of those things and the same 10 people that are up front at press conferences every time, those are your establishment folks. And they come in every flavor and every color. And they want you to think that they're just so America-centric and they're so diversity-centric. Look, I had a black person come speak at my event. Isn't that amazing? We are so hip and we're so with it. And our borders are so open here at the GOP. And all of that is a bunch of crap because whenever it comes to actually changing things and putting trust money behind actual candidates and where money needs to go, your candidates are left out there high and dry. And if you think you're getting some crap from the RNC or from up above, this is a bottom-up approach. If you guys are not attacking 
this from the bottom up, you've already lost. This is a reconstruction effort, America. You're not waiting to die on the hill in 2022. We're dead. And I'm not a fatalist, and nor am I a nihilist. I am a realist. That is where we are. I'm a minister. I counsel people. If I'm not honest about where they are, what the hell are we doing sitting there? I don't need you on my couch forever. I don't need to minister to you until Jesus returns, and the GOP doesn't need it either. I am fed up with it. I'm fed up because I've seen the brokenness in people's faces. I have wiped tears from people's eyes. I have hugged people's necks who don't know what they're going to do about a job. They don't know what they're going to do about their industries. They don't know what they're going to do about their neighborhoods collapsing, about their own safety, about their kids' education, about mask mandates and vaccines and passports. We can't even admit that we had election fraud in this godforsaken state. And I do believe, I say godforsaken intentionally. I do believe that he has chosen a few people to stand up and try to take this thing back. So let me tell you something. If you think for two seconds that that GOP establishment is going to try to run roughshod on you and have their people go through those doors first and then shut the doors before 9 a.m., here's what y'all need to do. Where is it? It's at the Metropolitan Club. This is where your uh, convention is this Saturday in Fulton County. You guys, whether you are camping out in a Walmart parking lot or at the Metropolitan Club or wherever you have permission and you're not loitering illegally, I don't care if you have to find a campground nearby. You need to host a weenie roast, marshmallow roast, get y'all some pot liquor, whatever y'all got to do, and y'all need to be hunkered down with some sleeping bags and pillows and sing some good old-fashioned kumbaya American songs, and you guys need to be the first people in line. I don't want to hear this crap, no whining about, well, they just let it, they, they, you know, this is what they did. No, you already know what they're going to do. You need to be hosting a sleepover, a sleep-in to make sure that the 40% of your butts are through those doors first. And if they force you to raise your little hands so that everybody can see that you're tired of the establishment, you better stand up and raise your hand. I'm done with all this. Well, you know, Monica, people are just so afraid of the repercussions. Of who? Five foot six Trey Kelly? Are you kidding me right now? Are people on the executive committee? who literally just kiss each other's asses from one election to another and leave you guys completely in the dust? Or these little old pearl-clutching old old ladies who have millions of dollars and we're going to lose their money? You've already lost the country. Their money couldn't save us, could it? Put their money behind uh, political hacks like Kelly Leffler. Where did that leave us? I'm going to support President Trump. I'm here to back him. And I'm just so, you know, all that crap. And then what happened on the Senate floor? What happened? What happened, America? What happened to the millions of dollars that you all sunk into her campaign to watch it flush down a communist toilet? That's what happened. Now, either you get as pissed off as I am or just sit your butts down and deal with this country in a communist regime for the next four years. Or you rise up right now when you have the opportunity to do so in the power and the authority of God and take your jurisdictions back. And you show up at these county conventions and you do what needs to be done. I don't care what kind of shame, what kind of threat you think you're under. You're not under threats. You want to live under a threat? Come live in my shoes for a couple of days. I have no mercy for you all. None. 
Not for you pansies. Not whatsoever. You either stand up now or sit down and shut up. I don't want to hear about your businesses plummeting, about your little mask mandates and Brian Kemp. Some of you are scared to death of him. Well, he's going to redistrict. Fun fact, Georgia, that's going to happen anyway. They're giving the 6th district in Fulton County, by the way, gerrymandering all the way through it. Yep, going to give that to the Democrats. There's just some inside baseball. Some of you need to be filing suit against your damn state legislature right now. I'm so pissed I can't even see straight. Y'all know when I get this way and I'm cussing and I'm and I'm like, all right, Lord, I'm going to have to repent later. I mean, I am done. Capital D-U-N. Done. And I know how these fiefdoms work and they're destructive. They've destroyed this country. The GOP did not have the president's back. And they did not have your back. And they don't have your back now. I don't care. You know, all these little attorneys who lost their jobs because they were on, they were trying to help the president. Now they're trying to keep a hold of their little fiefdoms because God forbid the grassroots get in there because those people are a little crazy. Well, right now we need a little crazy. We need some William Wallace's to stand up and and march and and fly across that field. Put on your little war paint. That's what you do. You want to trip them out? Show up Saturday morning, spend the night, and like a, like, I want y'all to get like trailer trashes. I mean, y'all want some grassroots, like hunker down with it. Just go broke. Just go for broke. Get yourself out into a Walmart parking lot, camp out, have a big old party about it. All of you new 40% of these 600 delegates, get out there and have yourself a giant slumber party. Mm -hmm. and put on your war paint, literally paint your faces, and show up at that convention, (laughs) blow your little uh, spiritual shofar, and get it on, and get it done. There, I'm done for the day. I'm out. I love you guys. Go check out Susan. She seems to rock. Susan4Fulton.com. 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 She also has an amazing video on there that most of you need to watch about Robert's Rules of Order. Download it. Memorize it. Get to know it. Go hire some parliamentarians. Do whatever you need to do, but y'all better start learning this warfare. It is guerrilla warfare. Until tomorrow, have a good night. Be good to your neighbor, beginning your own mirror. Remember, you're an American. Act like one.